The Bible tells us that Jesus is the image of the invisible God. That means that Jesus Christ in his sacred humanity shows God to us. We can't see God. He's a spirit. The Bible said in the Old Testament, no one can see God and live. And that's true. No one can see God in his essence and live. But God so loved the world that he sent his only son that we might believe in him, that he might not condemn the world but save the world, that we might through God the Son be able to see God. This is quite amazing that Jesus in his sacred humanity allows us to see God. That God came all the way down from heaven. He took on flesh and a human soul in the womb of the Blessed Virgin Mary. He was born, he grew, he worked, he preached, he taught, he healed, he did miracles, he suffered, he died, and he rose from the dead so that we might see God. He poured out his blood on the cross Blood and water flowed from his side as the church's sacraments that we might see God. He rose from the dead and brings us up into heaven by the power of his ascension that we might see God. That we might be cleansed from our sins by the blood of the Lamb, by the power of holy confession. That we might enter into heaven in the sacred liturgy, especially at Holy Mass. And then, please Jesus, when it is time for us to die, we may pass through death into the fullness of life that is heaven. Because Jesus is the image of the invisible God. Because in the body of Jesus, we human beings are able to see God himself. Wow. There's something that's, that's even more amazing. You and I, we've been baptized. We were created in the image and likeness of God. By the sin of Adam along with Eve, we lost the likeness with God. And we retained the image, but even still, something was wrong. Even still, we needed more. We needed healing. We needed redemption. So what did he do? What did God do? God, desiring that we might see him, gave us the sacraments of the church, these powers that flow forth from the body of Christ. Because you see, you and I were stuck. Before we were baptized, we were stuck. We were in original sin. If we were older than babies, most of us probably were baptized as babies, but if we were older than babies, we had our own personal sin. We were cut off from the life of God and not able to go to heaven. But God comes. The image of the invisible God, God the Son, 
Jesus Christ comes to rescue you and to rescue me. And he gives us the gift of being reborn, of being regenerated, of becoming sons and daughters of God through holy baptism. Original sin is washed away. Any personal sin that we had is washed away. And we are adopted by God as his sons and his daughters. Truly sons in the Son. Wow. And here's what else happens when we're baptized. We are sealed. We are marked. Our souls are forever changed by the power of baptism. What does that mark look like? What is that mark on our soul? It's the image of Jesus. The image of the invisible God. We are claimed, we are branded, we are sealed, we are received by Christ. And thus we become the image of Jesus. And if Jesus is the image of the invisible God, and if you and I are the image of Jesus by virtue of our baptism, then we have a great job to do. Then it's your job and mine, it's your privilege and mine to make Jesus known, to show God to the world. Wow. Have you ever wondered why the end of Mass is like it is? Why Mass ends the way it does? It's kind of weird. Go. The Mass is ended. Get out of here. Leave. Why? Why might the church tell us, go at the end of Mass? Because that's our job. We come to Mass and we receive from the wellspring of divine life. We come and we are fed by the Word of God. And please God, if we are in a state of grace such that we can receive Him, we are fed by the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ in the Eucharist and then strengthened as His image and then strengthened again, renewed in the virtues, in the gifts, in the grace of our baptism. We are called to go out and to be that image to others. So this week, how might we, you and I, be an image of Jesus Christ. i tell you the first thing. The only way that we're going to give people what they really need, the only way that we're going to show others the love of God, the only way that we're going to help others to get to heaven, to give them that which they really long for and that which they really desire and that which is really going to make them happy, is if we are first plugged in to our Lord Jesus. If we are first drinking from the fountain of His life, If we need to go to confession, we've got to go. We've got to get on our knees and we've got to say our prayers. We've got to read our Bibles and be caught up in His Word. First, for our own good. But second, because if we don't drink from the well, we will have nothing to give to those whom we meet. If we are not formed and molded and shaped 
into the image of God, by coming to prayer, and by coming to the sacraments, then we won't be able to show that image to the people we encounter. Christian, remember your dignity. Christian, remember who you are. Christian, remember your mission. To be a disciple of Jesus Christ and to be a missionary who goes out. A missionary disciple of Jesus. So this week, maybe there will be some opportunities to do that with the cleanup from the hurricane. Maybe you'll meet some people Maybe I'll meet some people that need our help. And maybe we can show them the image of God by our words and by our actions. But I bet you there are other opportunities. Not just this week. Not just after a hurricane. If you're married, I guarantee you there's somebody in your life who needs you to be the image of the invisible God. To be the image of Jesus. And that's your spouse. If you have kids... I guarantee you that they need you to be the image of Jesus Christ for them. If you go to work, I guarantee you that you have co-workers who need you to be the image of Christ. Or at Canada's, or at the ballpark, or where, wherever you go. The world is starving for Christians to show forth the love of God. And I challenge us all to do that by our actions and by our words. We really need both. Maybe we do help somebody and, and we're able to say, hey, can we say a little prayer after? Maybe just saying our Father together. Maybe that's not possible because of the situation and maybe you just end your conversation with, well, may God bless you. I don't know all the particulars of your life. I don't know the opportunities that the Lord is going to present this week to be His image. But I know that's your mission. I know that's my mission. I know that as we are fed in the Mass, as we come to the Holy Eucharist, those of us in a state of grace, that we are empowered to go and show Him to the world. Like the Good Samaritan. The Church Fathers, at least some of them, say that the Good Samaritan is Jesus. And Jesus, coming along the road, finds who? Finds me. Finds you, finds Adam, finds Eve, beaten, left half dead. Some of us may be all the way spiritually dead. He picks us up, cares for our wounds, and entrusts us to the church to care for us, to take care of us, to wait for his second coming. Jesus shows us the example of mercy by pouring out his blood for us by rising from the dead for us, by teaching and by healing. Can we be like Jesus, caring for our neighbors in their bodies and most especially in their souls? So my brothers and sisters, you are the image. I am the image of Jesus Christ. All of us who are baptized, and especially if we are also confirmed, having received the Holy Sacrament of Confirmation. We are sent out. So go be a disciple. Go be a missionary. Go and be an image of Jesus that the world 
sorely needs. Amen.